0: Cue the cheesy podcast music. (laughs) Welcome to MegaFest. Where we don't just manifest, we MegaFest. I'm your host, Megs Malloy. I'm creating a community of silly and soulful working moms who are mostly happy, but know they're capable of more. More self-love. More self-esteem. More self-trust, more calm, joy, natural highs, more magic in the world, and more laughter. Each week, me and my guests will bring you tips and tricks on how to make the most of your one precious life. And we're gonna make them effective and efficient because ain't nobody got time for that. I believe in you. I see the light in you. I want you to shine your light. I want you to become all that you're capable of. So let's hang out. Let's mega fest together. Episode three. Yay yay. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I love 90s hip hop. So anyway, welcome to episode three. I'm so glad you're here. And I have a question for you. Have you heard of Anna Presbilsky? Doesn't ring a bell? What about Anna Prizi? No, still no? Okay, what about A-K-P-R-Z-Y? Mm? Heard of her? No. What about a woman wearing glasses and a white bathrobe in her backyard, shouting at the sky saying, it's called manifesting, look it up. How about that one? Have you seen that one? Oh, it's hilarious. Today's guest is Anna Presbilsky, also known as Anna Prizzy, also known as A K P R Z Y. <laughs> Bet she didn't have trouble getting that URL right? So for those of you who have not had the pleasure of finding Anna yet, let me introduce her. She is a video and content creator, mostly on TikTok and Instagram. She brings realness, humor, and a bit of quirk to personal development topics, her not so serious tone and approach allows people to laugh a little or a lot at the pressures that we all feel. And you might have seen her hilariously written and executed. It's called Manifesting Look It Up series, which I just fell in love with, so funny. She has also coined the phrases, give that razzle-fucking-dazzle, and and, keep it up, cutie. I'm so proud of you. Oh, isn't she? I mean, do you feel that? If you could just see her saying these things and hear her, she's so cute. She's so awesome. She is just a sunbeam of hope and realness and all the things I just said. She really is that. And really, I can credit Anna with starting Megafest. She was the first person who said, sure, I'll be on your show. If you're wondering why I'm having Anna on the show, I will tell you. I just fell in love with her reels and her ability to be real and so funny and so authentic and all the words. I just have to give a big thank you to Anna. I I owe the whole entire mega fest to her. She really was the one who got the ball rolling. So Anna, you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are so humble. So sweet. And I love that you're adding quirk to personal development because that's what I'm doing too. Some of the things we talked about in the episode were the importance of rest. This is definitely something that Anna is all about. She is prophesizing the importance of rest. And she goes into a little bit of detail about her own burnout that happened right around the pandemic. And I think you're going to identify with a lot of things that she says. The word of the day is dandy. <laughs> and of course, dandy means everything is fine everything is great this interview with anna is dandy all right anna's in the house (laughs) what's
1: going on hey
0: welcome anna thank you for having me i am so excited that you're here anna you are just the most delightful giggle inducing inspiring. (laughs) I just want to thank you for that, for enlightening us all to, it's okay to be who you are.
1: Well, yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I'm not very good at pretending, so... Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I just, and thank you for all those nice words. You can say more if you want, but, uh, (laughs) um, no, I'm
0: good. Uh, yeah, that's my whole gig, kinda. Yeah, just you being you. it is a very dandy day to have you here, and you are loved and adored and accepted here in this studio, and, uh, let's pretend like we're at a cocktail party, Anna, and, I will ask you, like any good Irishman, what will you have to drink? Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, I'm not that picky, but if I was walking up to a bar, like, at a party, I'd probably get wine. Um, What kind of wine? Or if it was uh, probably, like, a Pinot Grigio or a Chardonnay. And if it was, like, a less fancy bar, then I would get an Old Fashioned or just whiskey.
0: (laughs) Nice. Okay. Yeah. What kind of whiskey do you like?
1: We're big on bourbon, probably like a, just an at-home drink, just like Four Roses or uh, Evan Williams. But like if you're out and you're doing something fancy, then I don't know,
0: Woodford or... <laughs> yeah, the whiskey industry something is totally like blowing up. It's it's crazy. There's a lot yeah, of options. I've been going,
1: yeah, I've been going... I think we've gone three times in the last two years to Kentucky, so we've
0: been doing... <laughs> bourbon
1: trail stuff. Oh, that's awesome.
0: So, okay. It's so the way to Anna's heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, uh, this is always what I consider a very American question, but we're, we're here to talk about it today. So when you're, but when you're at a party, people go, oh, so what do you do? So Anna, uh, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. What do you, and what do you say at a party when, when? people ask what you do.
1: Uh, well, I don't really, now I don't, haven't been to a party in a while. <laughs> well,
0: it's been I've, been
1: I've been at home for so long, but um, I'm an event planner by profession. Now I, I still don't say that I'm a content creator yet, but we'll get there. My confidence is rising, but we're, um, so full time, I'm, I'm an event planner. I own an event company. Uh, that takes up most of my time for sure. Um, and then, all the other free hours of the day, somehow I have eight hours of screen time per day on my phone. You know, that crazy? I'm creating content, yeah, or interacting with my community. Or yeah, I'm very active with everybody. So that's the kind I'm trying to create, like a community where you don't fall on deaf ears.
0: Yeah. So tell me Just about this person. community. It wasn't
1: an accident, I guess, because you know I always want to say it fell into my lap, and it didn't, because I posted like it could have, I could have not. And I did. Um, And I've basically just been talking about my life for the last two years, almost two years. There's just people who need to hear that everyone is struggling. Like everybody's out there having a hard time. Everybody's exhausted. Uh, And they just want to know that there's somebody else out there who's exhausted and who believes in rest (laughs) and believes in giving yourself a break. And, um, I just have like this, um, both on TikTok and on Instagram, just like this amazing community of people who are so nice, so funny. Um, I get like probably a couple hundred DMS a day, but I reply to everyone and everybody just gets so into it, like whatever I'm talking about, or just invested in my life and my husband and my missing swimsuit. And <laughs> it's just like, uh, <laughs> really, it's just been great. And I, I can't believe that I'm the person that's facilitating that that's
0: wild. Yeah, absolutely. I know she's a couple hundred DMs a day. That's, that's <laughs> overwhelming, but you're here for it. Yeah. It seems like
1: I, yeah, I mean, I won't check them if I'm overwhelmed, but like a lot of times if I'm waiting for something or like when I lay down in bed, it there's just like little times when you have time and it's nice to just connect with people and it makes people's day and that's,
0: you know, I love that too. Yeah. Aw what else do you stand for? Like, like, what are you, what are you, what are you crusading for?
1: Oh, right now rest. (laughs) (laughs) Truly. Um, no, that's been like the hardest one for me is that, and I touch on it so much and I sometimes feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but that like my worth is not my productivity. And that like those days when I'm not doing something, I'm not less of a good person that day and neither is anybody else. Uh, you know, I listen to my friends beat themselves up all the time and it's like, oh my gosh, they're like, but I used to do more or yesterday I was able to do more and it's like, yeah, but like anything, like your battery runs out too. And you cannot go at a hundred miles an hour every day, all the time. And I tried for most of my life. And you know, now I'm on this mission to (laughs) make sure people don't do that. Ah. Um, which gets a little, which is so funny, it gets like a little bit of blowback from people who are like, you're promoting laziness, like, you're promoting, and you're like, "I'm like, no, I'm promoting rest uh, to like a huge generation of people who've been overdoing it since they could walk. Like, we've been overdoing, there's just, everybody does
0: too much, and I believe that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it, it, my eyes were opened when uh, we all went into lockdown on the pandemic I was like oh
1: yeah I always say that I was like in a car going 100 miles an hour and I hit a wall and you're like everything changes the amount of recovery that it takes is about the same like it's essentially a car crash for your mental health like it's just this huge shift in your whole life like everything changed you know, like I couldn't work and I was home for the first time ever. I had time to sit and like be with myself with, I mean, I could distract myself, but only so much and that was, uh, yeah. Eye-opening and scary and a great, well, a learning experience. It wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when it uh, kind of started? How, when it really started was when I had to go back to work and I, it was that like, you, you can't put it back in the box. Like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Like you could not get me, I could not get back to that same productivity level. I could not get back to the way that I had operated previously because it was so apparent to me how unsustainable the pace I was previously working at was. Um, and now looking at it, I'm like, I can't believe I ever could produce that much in a day or a week or a month. Um, And that's been a big learning experience of like taking a step back. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me. It just means uh, people change, like your ability to maintain a speed of life changes um, when you realize you're stuck in this pattern of long-term burnout.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So is that what you were posting about when you first started? Um, mm-hmm. When I first life? started,
1: post- yeah, was when I had gone back to work. So we went back to work, uh, probably end of summer 2020. And, you know, we weren't doing the same thing, but it was still work again. And it was just like, oh, I can't, I can't do this. Like I used to do this. I can't do any of it. Like I used to do it. I can't let this take over my life because now I've seen this other side of things Mm -hmm. and I'd probably been posting content for a few months then I just sort of recorded that as it went along like even the first manifesting video the first thing I ever said was I don't want to do things and it was we had just like been back in the office and I was like I cannot I cannot do these things and uh (laughs) and that was kind of like where it went from there but yeah I was just so tired I realized how deep the burnout was and how all-encompassing it was and just like I could not get back my energy, and that was when I kind of realized, like, it's going to take a long time to recover from the last 10 years prior to the pandemic of working 12 hours a day, seven days a week, like, running yourself into the ground constantly, and taking care of your house and your family, and I don't know how I ever did all of that, and I don't think anybody should ever have to do all of that, Um, you know, which is, yeah, my whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Do less. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. And I think for a lot of change in our lives, you know, awareness is the first step, right? So mm-hmm. the fact that you were aware of that was was pretty amazing. And you have been healed to to accept that about yourself. What other sort of strategies or did you read books or I'm a big into like, you will find me at the self-help section of a bookstore. Like what, were there any books that you kind of read or people you followed to sort of help you through that Uh, journey? It's
1: yeah. I'm going to say like, I hate to be like one of those people who's like, I just was consuming so much content, but I was just consuming so much content and I was learning so much from other content creators just like about burnout and about like ADHD. I just got diagnosed in the last year it's one of those things you're like I've had this my whole life it's very apparent now um but like having that and like you know finally getting on meds and like but all of that was from encouragement from my online community like I know that like it's not a replacement and I do see a psychiatrist and all that but it is such if you surround yourself with people who are like out there doing the same things you're doing and like wanting everybody to like learn and grow and be better and do less <laughs> um yeah it changed my life for sure like it, it got me to take all these steps and that community that same community people checking in on me all the time like are you okay do you need to talk to somebody and you're like yep yeah, i sure do <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i wasn't reading uh because yeah it was i literally had just discovered like tiktok and and i had not been on instagram previously so it's just like almost like catching up on all of the, you know, all of the people who are out there doing all these awesome things.
0: Wow. Well, you are so good at social media for, you know, (laughs) considering yourself a newbie. I mean, um, you know, the way that, that you can be so vulnerable and funny and authentic, all these, you know, buzzwords that they say. Right. But I think the reason I can do that is because I wasn't there before. So
1: I wasn't aware of like what I was walking into kind of like that naivety, like really helped in just being able to walk in and be like, hello, this is me. And uh, not knowing if anybody would see me. So I didn't have any fear and I really did build such a nice community. I get very little pushback and very little negative, I mean, Although I can get 300 positive comments and one negative one and it ruins my day. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is I do know how overwhelming the support is versus people who are mad at me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or, or just haters for haters sake. I mean, geez, there's so I many love out hating. there, but that's when, you know, you've arrived Anna or so they <laughs> yeah. say when
1: they start being me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: the number one thing people say is that I'm annoying and I'm like, okay, so don't watch. Like, I'm just having fun. I just want to be who I am. And like, yeah, maybe that's a little annoying. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Well, I must say this, you are so like good at handling it all, it seems like. And, and very, even if you are struggling, you appear to have a, a level head about what you're doing, you know, with like helping people and... Um, I just, you know, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think it helps none of it's happened
1: overnight. So there's never been this like huge shift in the way I'm being received. There's never been like one day I woke up and there was 500,000 more followers and they had a lot of different things to say the way that it's grown really steadily and slowly. And the community's kind of stayed the same. My whole thing is just honesty and where I'm at and that helps me. So every day, like those days I am having a bad day, I'm like, well, I'll just tell them, like, I'm just having a bad day. Yeah. And uh, everybody is great. And, you know, you lose people along the way. Um, And you do notice, like on the days when when I'm having a bad week or something, people will be like, I'm sorry, like, I can't. Taking this negative content, and you're like, I know, it's. But I mean, it's my life. Like, my life is gonna be that way. I'm not gonna always be like this uplifting person. I'm gonna have these days where I'm freaking exhausted,
0: and that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, it's the <laughs> the Popeye. Like, I am what I am, and this is. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: which I think has helped me when people are like, "How do you keep up with this?" and "How do you like create content all the time?" and I'm like, "Well, none of it." is outside of my life. Like, it's just what I'm doing. It's just what I'm feeling. It's just what's happening to me. And then, but I say it to you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How do you balance, you know, that, that vulnerability versus like need for validation? Does that, I mean, (laughs)
1: uh,
0: that's really hard.
1: Um, sometimes it's just rewriting it, reframing it, reframing what I'm trying to say in a way that I know a little bit more easily digestible and, and knowing how people react to different things and what videos take off and what videos don't. Um, even if I'm not necessarily like in that mood, I'll deliver that same information in a way that they like it. Uh, so it's still not like straying from who I am or what I'm trying to say, but I'll, but on the what days, you know, when it's hard, I'll, I'll, I'll say it in a way I know people like to hear it.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh. So instead <laughs> of like, for example, one of your, consistent reels reminders like these are the things i'm reminding mm-hmm. myself and instead yeah, of like, totally. complaining or saying it in a way you're like here's a pep talk you give a lot of pep talks yeah there's also the keep it up cutie which we love
1: uh-huh <laughs> i um yeah sometimes i think like especially when i'm in a really bad mood just shouting helps a lot like <laughs> People are always like, she's yelling at me, and I'm like, well, yeah, but um, <laughs> it's cathartic to yell like that, and it, and and people find it endearing, which is so funny, because <laughs> I'm sure my neighbors don't.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, I think they do like it, right?
1: The one, They do. I don't know about all of it. Some of it, for sure, but How? there's other times when yeah. I'm just... And I hate if I have to do it a bunch of times and I feel really guilty. Like if I can get it in one or two takes, I feel better. But if I'm out there for like 20 minutes trying to get it right and like, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> Cause you know, on the video, it doesn't seem like you're yelling that loud, but, and it seems like there's, you know, your neighbors aren't like right on you, like in Los Angeles where it's like little postage stamp properties. But so you must be yelling pretty loud.
1: Uh, yeah. And my one neighbor's house, I could probably touch like from the side of my house. (laughs)
0: Camera (laughs) angles are everything, aren't they?
1: The other one. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have people on three sides. So it's just like they're right next
0: door. So you don't see them when you're looking front or back. So, Mm -hmm.
1: but yeah, they are right next door.
0: So speaking of these manifesting look it up videos, which are just, I mean, so I'm going to say this word that's often overused, but so brilliant because they're so simple (laughs) and so funny. And just you can just repackage them and, you know, use these this forum to just say so many things and and really inspire people and make the make them laugh. And so I've noticed that even in the you go out there, it's fun to see the seasons change is what I'm saying. Yeah. And and so you (laughs) go out there when it's snowing. What is up yeah, with that? Yeah, for sure. Are you just like, How is that? Um,
1: it's not bad. I'm like, you don't really think about it. I know what I'm going out there to say, and uh, it's only if I. It's the same thing. If I can't get it in one or two takes, then I freeze to death. But otherwise, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I like the snow better. I think it makes a big difference. It's totally a reset too. Like getting cold like that. People are always like, you're going to get sick. And I'm like, I'm not going to get sick from standing outside for six seconds, but it does like give a shock to your nervous system, which I think is great.
0: Yeah. Oh, they say that it's good for healing trauma.
1: Yeah. Which I think it does. Also, it's, it, it makes you feel so silly. Like, especially when you lay in the snow, you're just like, this is, this is very silly. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. Let's talk about silliness because I am an advocate for bringing back the silly. Is that, is that (laughs) part of your, uh, you know, content pillars? Like, I think so.
1: I think because I talk so much about mental health, but I, I talk about it in a way that I think is really digestible. If you're not ready to hear about mental health, because I am saying things like brainwaves or like, I'm giving you prizes for, you know, doing tasks. If people don't. Handle topics that are taboo, like obviously I'm trying to destigmatize this conversation surrounding mental health, and yeah, a lot of that is talking about it in a silly way, um which some people might think is like you're disrespecting it or like you're not giving it like the the honor it deserves. And it's like no, sometimes you just need to talk about like your big sad brain. It's a little easier sometimes to think about it that way, and depression and anxiety and are all so heavy, it's like being serious about it isn't going to make it easier. That's a, that is
0: like that is it right there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Being <laughs> serious about like a hard thing won't make it easier. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to approach it silly.
0: <laughs> Bring on the silly. So where, speaking of a little bit silly, so where did the phrase keep it up cutie come from?
1: The first time I said it, it wasn't really like planned to be a thing obviously i just said it i i was talking about how existing is a whole life like you don't you don't have to do more you don't have to be more like if you're here that's good enough and then at the end i just said keep it up cutie and everyone was like when you said that i really believed you <laughs> <laughs> i also appreciate when people say it back to me i think that shows me how good it feels and so obviously I want to keep saying it. Like if people are like, you're the only person I believe when you tell me to keep it up and you're like, yeah, I mean it, I do. I'm not like joking. And I think it's just really sweet. I think it's what you would want someone to say to you, you know, it's just nice. It's pleasant. It's silly. It's like a sweet kind of childish thing to say. That's just like Yay. makes you feel good.
0: I figured it yeah. would be something your grandmother said to you.
1: <laughs> I think what I would say is it's what I wish people had said to me. I think a lot of the things I say are things that I wish I had had somebody to tell me My growing up.
0: Yeah, that's really the core of what you do now is being that person, right?
1: No, I mean, the things I'm saying are things that I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. They're things that I, I, I want to be that person that I could have could have been for myself yeah. had I known right. what I know now.
0: Right. And you are, and, and part of have... you is saying it to yourself. <laughs> and then part of it is like, and, and I'm sharing this with you too. For, for mm-hmm. it. it's,
1: that's what it is. It's talking to me. It's all the things I want to hear. It's all the things I need to remember. And I know that if I need to hear it and I need to know it, somebody else does too.
0: Yeah. And on the topic of phrases, I, I know people have told you, that's not what manifesting is yeah yeah (laughs) so how into don't look it up okay i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) so how into manifesting are you is that something that even like crosses your mind at all have you read the secret like it does now like
1: i never really thought I did this to myself, obviously, I, (laughs) I brought this on myself by saying it and getting, you know, 1.7 million views in 24 hours. And I believe in speaking things into existence for sure. I do believe in manifesting, probably not in the way that I'm doing it when I'm just shouting a lot, but, um, (laughs) that's more of just like, this is what I want. (laughs) Yeah. I do it more than I did. I don't know that it is manifesting. I don't like say it or write it or anything, but. I have a lot of dreams that I didn't, I didn't really have dreams. Um, even like a year or probably not even like seven months ago, I made a TikTok, a TikTok that went super viral and it was, all I said was like, I have no dreams, I have no passions, I have no big plans for the future. I, and, um, just saying that kind of set me on this path where like, I have ideas about things i want to do and places i want to go and i don't know i want to keep creating content for sure um i've got some cool things coming up that i can't talk about i was gonna say
0: (laughs) yeah we'll talk about them okay
1: i know (laughs) um soon soon uh hopefully i'll have more merch coming out but yeah as far as manifesting goes i think a lot of it i did unintentionally like I've been saying all these things out loud for two years now and my life has changed immeasurably. Like this is, I'm not the same person I was two years ago. I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I have probably like the strongest community in my life I've ever had. I'm just a really vulnerable, really open and honest person so much online that it's, that it's translating into my daily life, which is, Accidental, but How do you it mean? is. It's just like this byproduct of being this way online. It's 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 going everywhere, and I'm, you know, setting really healthy boundaries and not feeling guilty, which I'm really big about. Um, I'm
0: just, I'm proud. Good, <laughs> good. Because I feel like sometimes, I mean, maybe it is apparent in your content. If you went from two years ago to now, it would be mm-hmm. apparent that you have grown and changed and kind of transformed and, um, yeah, you know, attained all these life, important life skills like boundaries and, and yeah. self-love <laughs> and things like this. So do you feel like your audience is okay with you talking about your transformation and how you have like changed and grown people who were with you two years ago and talking about mental health and things like this and then the people who want to stay stay right now even though Uh, i have bad
1: days yeah 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 no i mean i am obviously still like you know even yesterday and the day before people i got a lot of messages from people going are you okay it seems like you might not be okay and i was like i'm not okay thank you for checking in on me i'm super manic i'm working on it i you know i don't know where that came from i don't know why but I know what's happening because, I mean, I know my warning signs. I was cleaning obsessively. I started spending a bunch of money online. Like there's like this, like little series of things I start to do when I manic and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I, what (laughs) (laughs) and, um, not great, but yeah. But it's, it does seem like they're growing with me and learning me. Like people, you know, are observing me every day, so. Um, I got a comment from someone who recently started following me and she had gone back and watched like all of my content like straight through and she commented and she said it was so cool watching your content straight through and watching you change. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of people are along for the ride.
0: This is an awesome episode of Megafest, but I'm just going to call a quick to to tell you about the Soulgasm Society. My mission is to create a community of supportive and uplifting women who want to know how to make their one short, precious life all the more joyful, add in some play and celebration and learn the science behind how do you make your brain happy, all the techniques on how to calm your nervous system and how to not fly off the mommy hamster wheel because you can't all stop working and you can't really get rid of your kids for more than two weeks. you got to deal with it and the best way to make your life happy is from the inside out. If you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for your kids. They will see a difference. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy and there is so much truth to that. So the Soulgasm Society is your answer come join us. You can click the link in the bio of my Instagram or the link in the show notes. I can't wait to have multiple simultaneous soulgasms with you. All right, now back to MegaFest. Think about that you're an elder millennial. So what is that? <laughs> what significance does that have? And how does that translate? Or what is that part of your message? There's a few
1: things. It doesn't really need to say elder millennial, but I do think that like being a millennial, being in that generation has has had a huge effect on my life where we are obviously, we're that generation that didn't have the internet or technology, you know, the way that we do now when we were kids. And I'm also like, I live in Michigan. So even I think we were a little behind, Um, you know, like you meet a kid from California and they're like, or someone my same age. And they're like, I got my cell phone when I was 10. And you're like, oh, I got mine when I was 16 Um, (laughs) and stuff like that. But the other thing that I think makes a huge difference on us as adults is we have never not been available in our professional lives. Mm -hmm. We have had cell phones since since we joined the workforce. We have had laptops since we joined the workforce. Everybody in our lives has had constant access to us since we have been adults. And it's even worse, obviously, for the generations coming after us, but I th- we're the first generation that's entered the workforce and been available constantly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's dangerous. I think it's why we're all so burnt out. 30 years ago, you could go home from work and that was it. I have never gone home from work. Work is always work is, wow. is right here. Yeah. Like it, it's here always and it never leaves. Yeah. And it, it always has been, Yeah. you know, you can email right. any time of day. Yeah. I have always checked my email, you know, before bed. Oh yeah. I, And And so no, and I, 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 I don't think people talk about that that often that this was the first generation who went through that Yeah. and has never known not being available. Mm -hmm. Even if all we had was email and like no cell phones, you know, but that wasn't it. Like we've always had a cell phone. My boss has always been able to call me at 8 PM. We didn't really set those boundaries because we were raised in hustle culture where we're it was like, work hard and you'll get what you want. Work hard and you'll get what you want. Go above and beyond. Give 110%. Right. And that's a whole generation of people who are available to everybody all of the time and were are told that they need to do more to be valuable. So oh, <laughs> it's just like a huge group of people who are totally burnt out. That's why, that's why it's in my bio. That's what older, I think millennial, it's really, uh,
0: Yeah, it signifies. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, well, you know, there's like the fire movement and there's... Um, all these, yeah, different, um, people who are just checking out of that, they're like, nope, not anymore, which kind of leads yeah. me to like my next question, which is you on a different podcast, I heard you refer to yourself as a cycle breaker, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is really important. And, um, I, I consider myself a cycle breaker and I think our, our listeners and viewers are all potatoes are cycle breakers. So yeah. what, like, what does that mean to you? And what, how, how are you breaking the cycle? Like
1: no one in my family besides me has ever had a therapist. Nobody in my family besides me has ever been on a med. Nobody in my family besides me has ever gone into a treatment facility. Nobody in my family's ever seen a psychiatrist, nothing, none of these things. I have a different idea about people all the time than my family does. Like I can see things with a little bit more empathy. I can see things through a different lens. Um, and I think that's really important in, in dealing with human beings. Um, and then also just like the cycle of, and my, and it still happens with my parents constantly when my mom will say, that's just the way it is. (laughs) And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Like, yeah. You know, she's like, everybody has to work hard and work late. And, and I said, no, they don't like they do not. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Man. Um,
1: I think it's just like a uh, cycle breaking asking why, why are you doing that? Like, why are you, if there's so many things that I think I could ask my parents, why are you doing that? And, and the answer would be because it's the way it's, we've always done it. Yeah. And I'm like, can you ask more questions? Like, <laughs> 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 what is going on? <laughs> like, have you ever thought about why you do it that way? Like, have you ever thought about why you're running yourself into the ground constantly? Uh... They can't relax, you know? And I'm like, I think that that needs to be a thing that we prioritize. Like people need to learn how to relax. People need to learn how to actually recuperate. Dude, totally. Um,
0: It's available to us at any time and it helps so much. Like,
1: Yes. It makes everything else easier. It makes getting more done by doing less easier. I was raised to think that like rest was a dirty word and like, you know, it, it just isn't. It's so important. And I think of how much I probably would have been able to get done if I hadn't been going 100 miles an hour my whole life. Like, yeah, yeah. You feel like you're getting a lot done when you're busy like that. And, and all you're doing is burning yourself out so that you won't be able to get something done once you hit the wall.
0: Right.
1: You don't have to hit a wall if if you're constantly incorporating rest and... Balance in your
0: life. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole. It's it's retraining our brain, really, isn't it? It's like unlearning.
1: <laughs> and unlearning is harder than learning. Yeah. So it's like a lot of repetition and a lot of like re-saying things over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Like especially because we're older, so it's it's teaching somebody who's known the same thing for thirty years something new in five years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing that over the last two years, you've really, you know, given yourself that time to focus on, on retraining yourself. And, and mm-hmm. so it's
1: been like the whole thing. Yeah. The, just, <laughs> the whole
0: life. You, yeah. And, it, you know, I, I feel so impatient too, right. With the, this on demand culture too, as, as yeah. uh, I, I'm not technically an elder millennial. I'm an exennial, which means I was born mm-hmm. right before the millennials and uh, don't really. Yeah. Need- so it's- it's kind of the same yeah
1: it's the same thing
0: yeah especially I have younger siblings so we're sort of like you know in that uh and I'm married to a millennial but um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah just the on demand and like wanting things to happen so quickly and uh but having patience with that progress of of changing and um are there techniques that you use to keep yourself grounded
1: no (laughs)
0: there should be (laughs)
1: Um, no but I was just thinking you said that and I posted something the other day and I think all it said was you can do it slow Uh that broke my brain like all it said was you can do it slow and I was like oh my gosh yeah (laughs) I'm so frustrated with myself all the time when I can't like make things happen instantly and it's like oh my gosh you can do it slow it'll
0: be okay (laughs) yeah yeah it's the journey yeah i'm
1: not great i'm not great at that that's probably my worst skill is just being constantly frustrated that i can't do things fast enough
0: yeah 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 definitely i mean we had a therapist who was like it's called process and i'm like (laughs) what the fuck is process like i i am here and i want to be here and like why can't i just go there but you just can't i want it to
1: be done (laughs) you can't overachieve your way through stuff like that unfortunately yes
0: so I wanted to ask you, Anna, and maybe this is one of the things you can't talk about, so we might have to edit this out, but can you talk <laughs> about your B-O-O-K? I can't, but...
1: That's a no? I uh No, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, here's some other... Okay, you can talk about your merch. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Hopefully... I will. Have, I'm I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well,
0: you know, all in good time. It can happen slow. This I know. Is...
1: I I cleaned that whole room out yesterday. So then I was like, next time the merch comes in, I'll have such a clear head because I keep bringing it into a messy house and then trying to ship it out from the boxes and like chaos. So yesterday I was like, before I even start ordering it, I was like, I need to make a space for it.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Definitely. I had
1: to go like 20 steps back when I when I'm most inclined to just like
0: dive in. Well, that's good. You know, your your yeah. level of awareness is just stellar. And that's one thing that we can all learn from you too, is just that that awareness, self-awareness.
1: Uh, I've ever seen I think it's a meme and it says the ther- it's like therapist, you're so self-aware and uh, like me. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah.
0: Totally I get that. Yeah. Then it's heavy to be self aware like that. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's sort of like, did I have am I do I have a problem because I'm noticing it, or am I noticing it because I have a problem? Or something like that. <laughs> Anna, I just have a couple fun questions for you and then we'll wrap up. Okay. What song is gonna get you on the dance floor? No questions asked. You're like <laughs> running out with your hands in the air, like Wee!
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, so many, but there's a song and I don't think, I don't know if it was even on the radio, but I used to go live every day on TikTok and I would play this song every day and then everybody in my live, we would all go nuts together. (laughs) And it's uh, Oop by Young Gravy and it's, uh, it'll get you going, but it's, I don't know that it's like a real famous song, but that was, it reminds me so much of the pandemic and like, this I would just go live every day at 11 a.m. and we would listen to that song
0: <laughs> oh awesome man I can't believe I missed that oh. <laughs> it was fun <laughs> was it dandy
1: it w- it was so dandy I was like I'm gonna fit it in here and then you asked about songs and I was like oh
0: no <laughs> <laughs> and then uh what is the best vacation you ever took
1: oh oh my gosh well i feel bad because it was to visit an ex-boyfriend but <laughs> um before i was married and i think i was still in college my my boyfriend went to medical school in the caribbean and he went to school in dominica which is a third sort of world country and it is totally untouched it's wild um and we went for 10 days uh holy moly was really cool it's like seven active volcanoes it's all rainforest there's nothing there like there's not restaurants there's not like It's just so cool so secluded just like probably the most alone you've ever been in your life we stayed in this eco lodge like where your water came out of the rain barrel like you just had like and it was just and like no walls and on top of a mountain just like overlooking the ocean it was so cool it was definitely like one of those places. We saw another couple there and they were miserable. They couldn't believe they came here, you know, because they're like there's nothing here <laughs> and the roads are bad and you're like, yeah, this is this is this is the middle of nowhere like where you're getting 75 cent roadside warm beers from like a guy you know in his driveway and it was it was just so cool was probably the
0: nicest and, person uh, on earth and has funny stories yeah yeah
1: it was just it was just such a different experience from anywhere i've ever been in my life i can't believe we stayed there 10 days because yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but it was so cool and i only saw my boyfriend twice the whole time we were there so it was really more of a trip there it's just like people they're not like tour guides or anything there's just like guys out there and they're like do you want me to take you somewhere cool and you're like sure <laughs> you know? and they like take you to some random waterfall and you're like holy moly <laughs> oh. and you know you like tip them or whatever but that's like how the whole island is it's uh they shot a lot of pirates of the caribbean there
0: wow. so it's like
1: really there's nothing there yeah it's really
0: cool okay that i'm gonna add that to my bucket <laughs> list
1: yeah, it, it's worth it. It takes, like, 24 hours to get there, and you have to take, like, a two-seater plane, but it was so cool. It was a long time ago, and my parents came with me because I was young. Oh,
0: okay, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, oh, man, if you're going off with this guy who's like, let me take you to someplace cool.
1: <laughs> no, my parents were with me. <laughs> no, it was very cool, and I, I do, like, I, when I say, like, cycle breaker and all that, but, like, the one thing about my parents that I do appreciate is they're, like, the most adventurous people I know.
0: So is there anything, Anna, that we didn't mention today that you want people to know about you?
1: Oh, I'm really normal person. People are always like, oh my gosh, fangirl moment. And I'm like, wow, if only I could describe to you <laughs> what a normal life I live.
0: Yeah, and I think that that is what's partly so appealing and, like, attractive about you is that people love, is that you're <laughs> you are so... So yourself, and you are the best you. And and what a I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, you are doing a great job. what a what a gift to the world. Keep sharing your authentic self, and making us giggle, and reminding us to love ourselves, and all the pep talks, and all the reminders. And you are a really awesome you, Anna. Keep it up. Cutie. Thank you so much. This was so
1: dandy. hit. <laughs> <had. laughs> <laughs>
0: I fit it in.
1: (laughs) Yes. That's a buzzer.
0: Isn't Anna amazing? Don't you just love her? She's so smart. She is a woman on a mission. I'm so glad I could be a platform for her to realize her own popularity. I thought her description of what burnout feels like, like the hitting the wall. Wow. That really gives you a visual. And you don't have to have hit a wall at 100 miles per hour to imagine what that feels like. I also love that she talks about your worth is not based on your productivity. This is something that I have dealt with for many years. Hopefully I'm getting close to overcoming it. I do love to feel productive, but I have made that distinction in my mind that my the worth of me is not equal to the amount that I am productive or burnout. Because when we are constantly striving for productivity, we do burn out. I really like the way Anna thinks about depression, where it's so heavy and it is so heavy. (laughs) I just read an Instagram post the other day about people don't pretend to be depressed. They pretend to be happy. We will get through this together. And she really does create a community of people who are supportive and lift each other up. And the world needs more of that. Go find Anna on Instagram or TikTok. Her handle is A-K-P-R-Z-Y. You are going to want to get one of her cute t-shirts. She has sweatshirts and t-shirts with her slogans on it. I just got mine. It's a little black crop top that says it's called manifesting. Look it up. Oh, I love it. I love wearing it. I feel so good. And I feel like I'm in the know. You know what I mean? And if you liked this episode, if you love Anna as much as me, go to Instagram, put it in your story that you listened to this episode and tag her and tag me and let us know what you liked and what resonated with you. And if you want to take it a step further, you could even subscribe to Megafest and never miss an episode. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And I'll end this episode with a phrase I'm borrowing from Anna. Keep it up, cutie. I'm so proud of you.